Thanksgiving this year, I'm thankful for Mike and Sean for bringing me here and speak to all you people in Delco about my second album. <laughs> all right, Bruce, that's enough. Wow, of you. Bruce, it's our show, bro. Thank you so much, Bruce. That's You're welcome, guys. <laughs> oh, well, have a safe trip back to New Jersey. I'll see you. Let me get on my motorcycle. Yes, thank you. Get out. <laughs> All right, we got work to do, okay? Thank you, Bruce. I'll see you guys. Bye. <laughs> Have a nice trip back to Freehold. Uh, wow, everybody. Episode two, we already got a cameo by the man himself. Welcome to what is now known as The Secret Garden, officially. Secret Garden, a podcast about Bruce Springsteen. I'm Michael Antonelli. I'm Sean Comstock. And we are two longtime friends who are huge fans of the boss, Bruce Springsteen, and we're going to go through his catalog album by album, uh, and we're going to listen to him together, and we're going to talk about him, we're going to give him a um, rating at the end of 1 through 10 years of Jersey Corn, Oh yeah! and we're going to find out a lot about ourselves and a lot about the man that is the boss. Uh, so, how you doing, Sean? It is the eve of Thanksgiving. I'm good, man. It's a busy month. I'm uh, glad to be back in town. I was out of town for a little bit and went upstate. and Cut down some trees dangerously. Yes, yes. <laughs> cut down some trees for some arts and crafts. Yeah. And then uh, drove home today with my father. And, uh, we didn't listen to any Bruce on the way, though. We should have. No. What do you guys listen to in the court? I, Silence. No, I'm serious. So he he complains if I put on anything like I want to listen to. So <laughs> I just put on like classic vinyl. And just, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He just stares out the window. <laughs> yeah, it listens to Fortunate Son and thinks about Vietnam and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, uh, of course. Which is you know you can't have a movie about Vietnam without the song Fortunate Son. Yeah, in it, they can always you? pepper that one in there. It's the best. Yeah. So, uh. This is episode two, Sean. So two epi- once you hit two episodes, you are now officially a podcaster. How does it feel? Oh, it's very exciting. Yeah, I, I needed a uh, a new thing to do, mm-hmm. especially everything going on in the world. I need something to occupy my mind for sure, for sure. Or else you'll your brain will eat itself. Yeah, and you'll you go just fucking get, crazy. You get drug into the monotony of everyday life, right? And, uh, and you, my friend, are a smart person as you. Are you're an offline guy now, right? For th- uh, yeah, I've, uh, like June maybe. Yeah, yeah. So it's been kind of nice. Yeah. So you're off everything. You no now, Facebook, no see, Twitter. I I do. I use Snapchat just because uh, I, li- okay. I like the idea of like putting something out there, but I don't have to see people react to it. Mm. Like somebody can message me privately and say, "Ha ha ha, that's very funny." But yeah. I want to see people bickering about what I put out there. So, right. The content doesn't uh, get commentary between people, which I like a lot. Yeah, and it's 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 not real. There's not like on. There's not like a timeline where you're just you know no, doom no. scrolling the shit people say. 
that just makes your blood boil, right? Yeah, I just I did an update the other day, and I noticed they did a. Uh, I guess they're trying to compete with TikTok, so there was like a um, like a random video feature that I, I just I can't really get into that. It's very annoying that all the social media like their appeal that is the differences between them. You know what I mean? Like I go to Twitter to do one thing. I go to Instagram to do another thing. Yeah. They don't have to fucking all amalgamate into the same boring looking thing. It's stupid. Yeah, but that's how they try to compete and they don't realize they're actually diminishing their product. Right. You think these it. people would be smarter. Yeah. But they're not. No, they're not. They And they end up all just innovating themselves out of jobs. So. Yeah. 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 Well, I think, you know, they're all just trying to sell out to someone bigger, right? Oh, yeah. That's, that's the point the of like, game. that's like the tech world, right? Invent something, buy us, sell it to Mark Cuban for a yeah. bill or whatever. Or that's how he got rich, right? He sold like internet.com or some yeah. crazy site. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Talk about something real quick. Yeah. So uh, the other thing I like about Snapchat is I don't, I don't know anybody's, uh, like names or like I don't like I have 20 people but it's a random assortment of people that somehow got in touch with me and I'm friends with so they've just been fortunate enough to listen to you know stupid videos that I put out which you know are for the most part completely dumb well that's my whole brand brothers completely dumb yeah dumb is the way of the future (laughs) I remember um you were really into looking at some dude's videos and he was like because you show me there'd be like there's a map feature right oh yeah and you'd go like all the way up there's like would be like one dot like in northern alaska or yeah, something yeah, it's yeah. just one guy smoking weed and stuff yeah, right it's really bizarre I, I i don't know it's like um i feel like a like a voyeur yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it is kind of but like when we were like planning our uh Honey, honeymoon, you know, now mm. it's all screwed up. We're going to just probably wait a little bit. But, um, just go to secrets. <laughs> I would look at, like, you know, Cabo San Lucas, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what it's like down there. So you can right. click on random Snapchats, and you can kind of, like, see what the bar scene looks like there. Yeah. You can see what their beaches look like, and you're not actually looking at an advertisement from a resort or something. You're seeing somebody that's there with a camera on the ground. Yeah. So it's kind of like you have a, like, a, a bird's eye view of what's going on down there. It's which so, is it's really like cool. it's like a step deeper than like Google Street View. Yeah, because it's like it's someone actually there. They could be like <laughs> being and they're, stabbed. <laughs> no, but I mean they're consenting. They they're, oh, they yeah. they want their stuff to get looked yeah. at. You just have the ability to see where it is yeah. and message like, "Hey, you're hot." Oh yeah. <laughs> what are you in Costa Rica? Cool. Oh, oh yeah. I've been thinking about going down there. <laughs> How long are you gonna be there? I don't know. I'll yeah, maybe I'll fly down. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? How much is the ticket? <laughs> Call Expedia, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you seem cool. I think we're we we we're, we're hitting it off right now. Yeah. I saw a polar bear bear last week. I looked at a like a random snap up in uh like way up in canada yeah and it was just this dude like from his house and there's just a polar bear cruising by i'm gonna get this wrong but it's like there's some nature phrase where it's like <clears throat> uh black bear run uh but grizzly bear play dead or something and then polar bear just you're dead you're, you're gonna yeah. die I, and then huge. i saw a graph of those three together 
the polar bear is a literal monster. Yeah, it's they're an, gigantic. And yeah, it's like if you encounter one and it's gonna it wants to eat you. Yeah, see you, brother. This Unless one, you have like a huge gun or something, yeah. you're dead. This one it wasn't quite snowing out, and this one he had that color like he looked like he got peed on. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dingy, yellowish. Like you smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. He looks like an old man's beard, like that smoked Winston <laughs> Winston Salem's. Nasty ass mustache, all yellow. <laughs> Give me a kiss. <laughs> so like i said so we officially decided the name is the secret garden yeah it's a good name well people you, are going nuts for it you said that um there was a tremendous amount of boss talk that yes. we're not uh dealing with uh bruce though. no they were all dealing with like you know sassy independent women oh, yeah. in the workforce yeah or like boss talk how to get ahead by being a huge dick <laughs> or, you know shit like that that whole like that whole fucking brand of you don't people. gotta pay your employees what they're saying. <laughs> pay them what you want, what they're worth. <laughs> you keep the rest. Get a get a nice car. Yeah, yeah. you deserve it. <laughs> Here's how to act in the office so everyone knows you're a huge dick, <laughs> but you'll get ahead somehow. Uh, but yeah, Secret Garden. There's way less competition, and you know. It's a cool name, and like you said last episode, if this if we get that letter from Bruce, I mean he was just here, he seemed cool. About He's it. yeah, he definitely is cool with this. But if he decides to turn on us at any point, then you know, of course, we could just transition to gardening talk. Yeah, I don't know if you saw my front porch there. We got lots of house plants here. Okay, yeah, we're gardeners. Or we can get our attorneys involved. We, we, we can, will. We can come at Bruce if we have to. We we could get litigious too, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think, did Weird Al ever spoof a Bruce song? No. No. If he did, it would be on an album. Like, I never listened to his album. It was just whatever video I would see. Yeah. Well, I mean... There was one album that I I may have purchased that I... I, I'm trying to think. It was the one with the the Anakin Skywalker song. Ah, yes. I think I had that one. uh, None of them hold a candle in my mind, too. Of course... Amish Paradise. Oh, yeah. That was like one of the first things we bonded over back in first yeah. grade, talking about just how funny that was. Oh, it would just be, it would like come on the box, and then the next video would be Amish Paradise. Yeah, it was like such a huge smash. It'd be Amish Paradise five times, Jeremy once. <laughs> <laughs> that was this like the same year. Yeah, they actually had to instate a rule that you couldn't order the same video two times in a row because they were just getting overrun by Amish yeah. Paradise. <laughs> that Jeremy video would would scare me. I didn't really know what was going on, but it seemed bad. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah it was a deep one. But you know, luckily he only killed himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't kill any other kids. That's true. <laughs> uh, we have something to be thankful for right. this year. on this on this Thanksgiving. Oh boy! But anyway, so <laughs> I'm gonna give a quick not plug to this podcast service Anchor FM. Okay, uh, we tried to get our show up on that site and we got kicked off right away because we're bad boys they couldn't handle it it's bound to happen you know the couple the two big biggest bad boys in podcasting came to anchor try to give them a little shine and they were like no thanks we we don't want to we don't want it 
So fuck you. Yeah, the service sucked anyways. Yeah, we were just doing it because we, you know, thought maybe it would help a couple people out there that are, you know, yeah. poor enough to only be able to get Anchor.com <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. But yeah, you don't want our help. We don't want yours. Yeah, we were we were gonna add, we were gonna be a workhorse for them too, mm-hmm. just nonstop plugging, raking the cash. <clears throat> Pardon me. I just woke up, of course, and it's dark out. But you know, you're you've uh, you're a shift worker. Yeah, I'm all over the place. So you know, you'll you'll have those days where you just don't see sunlight. Yeah, right? especially now. Yeah, yeah, it's total vampire mode. Yeah, which you know is fine for a few days. Yeah, I'm but then, into it. then you start to like, you know, be like, why am I on earth? Yeah. What's the point of anything? It's very depressing. <laughs> yeah. Sunlight's good for you. Uh, so I'm just, I'm just popping fucking vitamin D pills like they're candy. Same. You know, yeah. just, I got a tanning bed put in. I just stand in that for hours at a time. <laughs> just kidding. That's the dream. You know, get your own tanning bed accelerate all these moles on my body to grow into cancer and just take me away there you go gotta have goals so this week on the show of course uh what are we doing well we're going through bruce's catalog and this is episode two so we're on album two 1973's the wild the innocent and the east street shuffle let's talk about it generally here and then we'll get into track by track later not a hit album uh, uh, it's a great album, but not a commercial success. Um, and actually, uh, according to Bruce's book, was given zero um, uh, support from the record company. They didn't flat out didn't like it. Said the songs were too long. Didn't want it played on the radio. Yeah. and kind of wanted Bruce to just, you know, go away. Yeah, and his first song, his, I mean, the first album did, uh, what, what was the longest track on that album? Lost Let's in the see. Flood, probably. Greetings, longest, yeah, longer, yeah, 513 yeah. for Lost in the Flood, or 521 for Mary, but yeah, about yeah. five minutes. And then I'd say that the most famous song on this album, in my mind, is Rosalita, right? Definitely. Which comes in at seven minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah. I, if I was smarter and had better recall, I could say this more clearly, but uh, there was some sort of issue going on at the record company. It was like a time of transition, and the people came in that didn't fully believe in Bruce, and and they were like, uh, you know, there's no fucking singles on this album. Go redo it. And then he was like, no. I'm not going to do it. We like it the way it is. One day I'm going to go to Delco and talk to Mike and Sean about this album. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so this is one that came and went and, um, but when I discovered it in probably 2001, 2002, it hooked me. This was, I, I think I talked about this before. This was the first one that I was like, yes, I am. Now I'm a Bruce fan. This album is speaking to me on a personal level and it's it's it went in it's i often talk about in my real life when i'm being annoying in real life and not just on podcasts about how music can alter your dna right it be it can when a song goes into you and and, and the conditions are perfect it becomes a part of you right and 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 this one for sure did 
and it still is to this day. But I was a, younger at the time, so you know, it was like you know, fun. But uh, yeah, I was a loser. I was a like the most virgin virgin you could be. You know what I mean? Same. It's like not even, Same. not even like even kissing a girl was light years away. Like it seemed like, well, I'm gonna die alone. I'm 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 15, but you know. <laughs> This is my lot in life, just yeah. to be alone. But but this was like this was great, and I and I discovered it in the summer. <clears throat> and it's a great summer album. I don't know if there's a like this. This album is summer. Yeah, I would definitely say this is my favorite summer album, probably of all time. Yeah, I like when you listen to it. It's the imagery. It's everything. You feel that. Um, you feel a little bit of that Dylan, that traveling. Uh, you know carnival people kind of kind of imagery and you just you feel like you're on the pier in wildwood or you're you're, Uh, you're somewhere yeah absolutely at night you know what i mean fuck yeah absolutely um so let me just the week this album came out uh number one on the charts was helen ready delta dawn do you know this song I, I bet if I heard it, I would. I Let's would get know. a taste of that. Yeah, what's it? Anchor going to kick us off? <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement? Fuck you, Anchor. Fuck you, man. It's fair fair use. Delta Dawn, Helen Ready. What do we got? That's kind of a cool album cover. That's not it. Oh, really? That one looks cooler. Okay. That is not what I thought it would be. Number one on the charts. Number two is a classic, Let's Get It On, Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah. Three. Say, has anybody seen my Gypsy Rose? Dawn featuring Tony Orlando. Oh, wow. Number four, Loves Me Like a Rock, Paul Simon. Paul Simon's a good man. And number five, We're an American Band. Yeah. Grand Funk. Grand Funk, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of a strange thing. It's weird that this is number one on the charts. Isn't it bizarre? And I've never, I, I don't think I've ever heard it. Never. Never. But this is what the competition was that year. All right. I mean, I don't get it. Is it? I don't know. Sometimes you'll get hit with those, like some weird religious song will be number one on the charts one week. Or does it give you the um, the the month this came out? This yeah, actually, this was um, was this the one that was September eleventh? The week of yeah. September eleventh. Yes, yeah. So this was back when September eleventh was cool, fun, and nine eleven. Nine, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> now it's like now you it's know. a dismal day. Yeah. We're about five years away from there being 9-11 sales at car lots and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, How there's like just, Pearl Harbor Day yeah, sales and definitely. shit. That'll be in our lifetime. Yeah, 9-11 clearance deal. <laughs> but uh, one thing I wanted to say, in 1973, this album came out. Bruce Springsteen was 24 years old. Wow. Fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Could I you? was fucking doing the absolute opposite of having a beautiful album come out that year. I started the job that I'm currently working now. You did, yeah, yeah, ten years ago. Yeah. About wow, wow. That, now I'm officially depressed now. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> what year is it? Right, so 2010. I was probably working at Rite Aid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just a miserable bitch. But uh, God bless him. And one thing I do like, uh, there's a lot of good in this book. You, did you listen to the whole book? The whole book, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of re-listening to it now, like just chapter by album by album as we're going through. Just yeah, yeah, get, yeah. But one thing, uh, he's a very wordy man. Oh, yeah. But he really hits some great phrases sometimes, and and the one he was talking, the one in this one that stuck out to me was, uh, he the record company was hoping that they would just go away, and Bruce was like, what they didn't realize is that we have no home, we have nothing. This yeah. is it for us. We're <laughs> not gonna fucking go away. This is we love playing music. Yeah, this we, is what we're gonna we do. Have nothing else to do. And also a, a cool detail is that. Um, the radio station that really championed this album and kind of like, you know, you could make the argument kind of, you know, save Bruce was MMR. Yeah. Which is awesome. Uh, Philadelphia has always been good to Bruce. Yeah. And uh, that was that was cool to, to hear MMR get a shout out in there. Definitely. WMMR. Preston and Steve. <laughs> he, he, he specifically said, I love Preston and Steve. Yeah. Those guys really bust me up. Yeah, these babies are cool. <laughs> 1973. Average cost of a new house? 32.5. That's what I was about to guess. 30 something. Average income, what do you say? Ooh, uh, 22. 12.9. Wow. Monthly rent set 175 bucks. What? Cost of a gallon of gas, 40 cents. Wow. Jesus Christ. So where are these guys living now when this album comes out? Are they living at that surfboard factory? Does he have a, an actual, like, uh, uh, crib that he's living in? There? No, I don't think it. I think it's still kind of a vagrant lifestyle. I think he, he at this, when they were recording the album, he had a garage apartment with a with a girlfriend he had that was a waitress that wore glasses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he was still kind of bouncing around. Yeah. They didn't really have money, but... This is before they went to California, too? This is after, I believe. After. I think all that was before they started making albums. Gotcha. That was all when they were just, you know, 20... Early, even earlier 20s, just, you know, traveling the country, playing music, being yeah. cool... You can definitely feel that he probably, you know, he picked up inspiration along the the way with with a lot of these songs in this album. Too. Yeah, yeah, it all bleeds through. Wow, seventy three was the end of the Vietnam War. Yeah, and not really, I mean, not touched on at all in his first two albums. Yeah, which is and this one. I mean, this album's a complete distraction from that. It's yeah, not... which you know is necessary. I'd oh say, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so why don't we take a quick break? Then we're going to come back. We're going to jump into the album. Um, we're going to hit it song by song. What do you say? Sounds beautiful. Okay. Oops. Sorry. Missed my cue here. Uh, 
I'm on now, Mike. Shit. What are you Shit. doing to us? I'm supposed to be a professional. I got 10 years in this game. Just and play, I s- play that weird Christian uh, the number one song. <laughs> I think we had the Christian charts. Yeah. We're an American band. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back here on The Secret Garden. Walked around, like left the room, and still on. Yeah. This is what, when you when it came out for the movie, they would like play tracks from the movie on the radio. Yeah. Like, Jerry, we're getting married. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man, <laughs> Jerry, here's my weird ass son. <laughs> I like him too. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome back to the Secret Garden. Mike and Sean here. And we're about to jump in to 1973's The Wild, The Innocent, and The East Street Shuffle. Real quick before we start, the band for this song is, of course, Bruce and yep. Clarence. David Sanchez on piano. Is this his last one? His last appearance. Yeah. Uh, remember... When we're listening to this, David Sanchez does work on yeah, here. Yeah, he does. Danny Federici, may he rest in peace. Accordion, backing vocals, you know, some backup piano, some organ. Gary Talent still holding it down on the bass. I yeah. think he has another great performance. Vinny Lopez on the drums, the Madman. Yep. Uh, his last album. And uh, this chapter of the book is where they talk about having to fire him. Um, yeah. One, because... Uh, Bruce didn't think his style that came out of the jam band uh, scene was working for what he wanted moving forward. Secondly, he was nuts. Yeah, crazy. Uh, the The last straw was he went over the line with Clarence, and Clarence yeah. said to Bruce, him it's or me, yeah, you he go said, the big, uh, the big man sticking around, yep. Vinny. And um, there's a story about uh, <laughs> them going to an upstairs bar, right? And, and and Bruce is holding up the back, walking up the stairs. And as he's walking up, uh, Vinny Lopez gets thrown past him down the step. Like, he yeah. just walks at the bar, immediately gets thrown out. Uh, very funny. So we'll listen to him. And then, of course, we got Richard Blackwell, some congos. Albany Al Talone on some baritone sax. And Suki Lahav, choir vocals. But, yeah, so same... Lineup is album one. Yeah. This well, is your favorite album, right? This, uh, as of now. We'll yeah. see if it changes yeah, to, could. like, uh, you know, Western stars by the yeah. end of it. I, I didn't tell you. The, the new one, it, it grew on me a little you bit. You like it? Yeah. You liked it at first, too. You, no, I was kind of indifferent about it, but then um, I would just have it on in the background driving home from work, and mm-hmm. I would just, because I can't listen to the same shit over and over yeah. again, so... There were a couple songs that started to jump out at me. That's cool. That's cool. And did did you watch the doc by any chance? No. Yeah, what I, is hear, it on? I hear it's good. I think it's on like Apple Plus or something. Uh, I don't like, even have that. I feel is that old. A, is that a pay for subscription? I believe service? so. Yeah, another one. Yeah, it's I like, have enough. Yeah, I have so many that I 
never touch. Don't even know I still have. You know what I mean? I just got one uh, A&E Crime Central for Shannon. Oh, so now man. If, if I didn't have enough murder and, and, and shit in my life, Law and Order's on nonstop. Yeah. Now it's, Every time I come yeah. over, I'm like, oh, is this a cold case file? So no. And then she's like, no, this one is... I wish I could get away with murdering yeah. my husband. I she was, was like, huh? <laughs> she was specific. Yeah. <laughs> she was watching one that was just um, serial killers, family members, <laughs> like dealing with the aftermath of these serial killers. I was like, why are you watching this? Yeah. This is the saddest thing ever. Dark. Very dark. Very dark. Well, let's move into the light a little yeah. bit with a very fun track number one. Yeah, this is like the party's getting started. It's coming in and we'll, let's hear it. The E Street Shuffle. Myself going to the shore. The East Street is, Shuffle. I just start this album. Hell yeah. And what a way to start. Yeah. Like, we read the top five on the chart, right? Yeah. This is nothing like that. You know no. what I mean? All that organ, like, all that note, like, what is that noise? Like, yeah. it's all that underneath stuff, and the guitar is so clean, and there's so many horns. Yeah. And I mean, you know. This is a, a tight unit. It's not that big. This band sounds huge. Yeah. It was probably a nightmare uh, just putting this all together. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't imagine. But then this shit fucking kicks ass. Back when... Wrecking Ball came out. Yeah. Uh, he was on uh, Jimmy Fallon. And he played he played Death to My Hometown stuff. Yeah. But then he played this with the E Street Band, The Roots, and this was when Tom Morello was basically in the E Street oh Band. Oh, my God. I don't know how I I didn't see that. It's, it's, I saw him on Fallon do Rosalita. Was that uh, the same yeah. one? It might have been, he might have been like one of those things where he was there all week. Oh, okay. But, yeah. But, yeah. That's I love that song. This yeah. uh, this song is just fun. It works. It kicks ass. It's long. It's four twenty seven. Yeah, like uh, most most songs on this album. But it's so good. It's such a hot start. You know what I mean? Yeah. You throw that on. You buy this album at the store just because Bruce is looking like a hunk on the cover, right? Yeah, definitely. He looks good, and then you just put this on. It's like holy shit. 
Yeah, he looks like he's just looking at the ocean. Yeah, yeah. But, like I said, many people, you know. And is this the first mention of the of East Street? I don't think he talks about East Street on album one, does he? No, no. So this, this is, is a, this is where the East yeah, Street this is comes where you're in, getting, you know what I mean? You're getting uh, introduced to the gang. Is East Street real? Is it a real? Is there a real street in like Asbury Park called East Street? You know what I mean? I don't think so. It's just probably now. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can go to the East Street souvenir shop. Right here. Yeah. But all right. Sorry, there's you hear all the sirens and shit. Oh yeah. Bankers sent them after us. <laughs> so let's move on to song two. The classic. Yeah. Now, when this song starts, no matter where you are, what time of year you're listening to this, you're going to feel the summer night against your skin, yep. right? Instantly. Definitely. If you don't, you're an alien. It's, yeah, you can smell suntan lotion. Casino dance with the shirts open like Latin lovers on the shore, chasing all them silly New York virgins by the score. The that's, that's what makes you really feel the, the beat. The, the boardwalk, the fucking yeah. ride spinning yeah. around. And this song is from the perspective as somebody who lives at the beach full time. So 4th of July, the fucking town is packed. There's fireworks going off. And you're just like walking around seeing all these fucking freaks, you know? You know never, what I mean? Never been to the shore on the 4th of July it's, in my life. It's as a tourist... It sucks shit. Yeah. It's way like if you try to go to the actual beach, the ocean, yeah. where and to sit there and watch fireworks, it sucks. Yeah. You know the t- the period of time where there's actually fireworks kicks ass, but that's surrounded by 
hours on each end of bullshit. Now, were you guys able to see him at your place? No, 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 no. Our beach house was pretty far from the beach. Did, I was there once. Did you yeah. guys have a spot you could drive to, though, and you could hop out of the car and just kind of watch him? No. You guys aren't fireworks people? We are, but it was we would go down to the fucking... As a kid, it was like we would just endure the the wrath of the town. Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, you could have fun with it. If you, I might be a miserable prick, but <laughs> yeah, I, not me. I, I I hate being that close to people. Yeah, yeah, and it's all day. It's it's, yeah. it's tough. But yeah, this song is a. This is the beach, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, right. And like, uh, he's getting better and better at just painting these fucking pictures of yeah. all these fucking people. Like the fucking, the dudes from the casino yeah. dancing with their shirts open. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he starts describing the rides, like, yeah. you know, I was talking to the last show about how you replay uh, moments in your life and you kind of give them your own soundtrack. Yeah. This song, this whole album, I picture you, me, and Chris at the carnival in Chai. Yes. And do you remember the, um, we went there and they had the, uh, the bears yeah, there were these giant spinning the bears. spinning bears. And we were like making fun of them, and the guy was like, "If you can get in them, and you boys all turn that thing as fast as you can, and you guys don't get sick, yeah, you know, yeah, you'll be doing something." Yeah, and we were that, like, "Oh, we'll do it, no problem." And he buddy. was not lying. No. We had that thing really spinning. Like we were three bit. Well, no, I mean, we were boy, and we were fucking pulling that thing, yeah. and it was like we didn't get sick though. No, we, we did not feel good. That's it, was, for sure. <laughs> it might have ruined the rest of the night. <laughs> like, yeah. but, but yeah, I thought we were gonna fucking die. Yeah. Uh. Do you think about? Uh, when you like listen to a song like this, and I mean, this is a song we've each heard a million times. Yeah. Do you put any thought into what the relationship is between the narrator and Sandy in this song? You know what I mean? Uh, do they like each other? Do they not? Is it like, does he love Sandy and she doesn't care about him? Or they just, you know what I mean? I don't like some of his songs. There's so many characters it's like tough. thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. I was just gonna say it's never a relationship. I really focused in on no. in the song. I couldn't tell you about him and Sandy. No. But I could tell you about, you know, the cops and Madame Marie. You know what I mean? Yeah, he starts a talking about song. a tilt world and stuff like that. On the South Beach dress. So good. But, yeah, so, oh, that song's called Fourth of July, comma, Asbury Park, parentheses, Sandy. Uh, yeah. Now, okay. So, so far we had the funky up top, right? Yeah. East Street Shuffle having fun. And then Fourth of July, you know, kind of like a soft song. Yeah. And now it's like, now it's time to kick ass. Yeah, right? he does that too. A lot of his albums are set up like a roller coaster. Yeah, kind of like yeah. That. But this right here, I'm going to stay silent and then the song's going to come in because this beginning is so good. This is Kitty's Back. <laughs>
Kid long size old and kid is black too She left to marry some top cat Ain't the cool truth In the hills they've been a tally Since I left the alley Since Kitty left a big pretty things I got Like I want to jump in, but it's like every part is different and every part is so good. Yeah. Like I keep waiting for something to repeat so I can jump in, but yeah. it's like there's no repeating. And this song's seven minutes long yeah. and it's relentless. Yeah. I mean, when that fucking when that opening guitar solo's over. Yeah. I'm like done. Yeah. Like for- fortunately for me, when I start the album on the way down the shore. It's usually going pretty straight, so I can drive with my knees, so I can have a guitar solo you with my hands. You got yeah. So I'm, usually, I'm cruising straight there, and I'm just driving with my knees, wailing. Miles. Yeah. Oh, 90. If I'm slowing down through town, maybe. <laughs> but, but God damn. And then it just, like, keeps Driving going. through Jersey uh, sweet corn stands. <laughs> Blair and Bruce. Like, like they don't... Uh, roadside stand doesn't see like 90 people a day blow by blaring Bruce (laughs) (laughs) we're going to the beach fuck all you (laughs) listen to this this has got to be the end of the song right oh my god nope (laughs) I love this dude like cause I can tell that you and I have listened to this song enough we know we could air instrument every every instrument of this song yeah Man, listen to this in headphones, folks, if you're not. I mean, you probably are. But the way that fucking shit moves around your head and stuff. Yeah, and- so I, I, I'm just getting new to that whole scene because I don't listen to music like that. I, I, yeah. So I put all these damn speakers in my house. It's like, yeah. but I do, um, I appreciate it a little more if it's just getting plugged right into my ears. So I'm probably, I might get a set of like nice headphones. You just did. With- Use those. I guess I could use those, yeah. <laughs> use one, three pairs. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. My friggin' iPhone now doesn't have a headphone jack. Oh, you so. gotta get one of these gimmicks. A dongle. They didn't give you one with your iPhone? No. They well, should have. maybe they did. I might you just probably threw it, it away. It, it looks like trash. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need this wire. Yeah, that's why I got the... Uh, uh, wireless headphones. That's why I fuck yeah. with those. Because with this thing, you got this. You got to plug this in, hang it off. Yeah. Then you got to plug headphones yeah, in. I'm it. not doing that. You look like an asshole. But yeah, so this song kicks ass, right? Great song. Oh, no. <laughs> 
to be clear, there's still two minutes after this part oh, yeah. of the song. Bass going off. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. One through three. I mean, I want to talk to people that have never heard this before. This is their first time hearing these tracks. Are you going to go back and listen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because one through three, kick ass. Yeah, please reach out to us. Yeah. I would love yeah. to talk to you. If, if this is the first time you heard it and you find yourself going back, let us know. Tell us how you feel. Give us Tell us what your favorite song of the album is. Yeah, absolutely. And we got some very nice notes on the last episode. Yeah, we did. We, 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 should, uh, we should give... We're going to... Uh, you know, talk about them when the in mid album. So we got one more song left on side one of the album. Then we'll when then we'll. Uh, oh yeah, I love that. We're like uh, I'm learning the format from you as we go, but I think we're getting there. Yeah, and I'm just you know doing it on the fly. Yeah. So folks, we're in a gelatinous phase right yeah. now, but I feel like we're doing all right. Yeah, that's fun. Now this is maybe a controversial song. I feel like some people don't like this next track. I love it. Oh, this is my second favorite song in the album. I think I'm with you there, brother. Now, this, but what's funny was when I, so I listened to, I was obsessed with Born in the USA. And then after, as I got older, I came back to this album and then I got obsessed with that. But this was always a skip until maybe like three years ago. I was no longer than that. I was working upstate. Yeah. And it came on. And I don't know, I might have been tired and I just wasn't changing the song. And I was just like, this is so fucking crazy. This right, song, yeah. I love everything about it. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, yeah. But I mean, I guess now that you mention it, there are there is some imagery in there that I guess you could say sounds outdated now. And also, let's listen to the very opening. It starts with a tuba. Yeah. You know what I mean? It starts kind of like, whoa. What Bruce, is this? What's And the style, let's just, we'll, we'll play it. But like, but right, it sounds like elephants marching exactly, into the middle yeah. of the arena. It's like you're watching like a, Di- it's the score to like a Disney cartoon yeah. about elephants or something. Yeah. But, you know. Accordion again. Oh, yeah. The machinist climbs his first wheel like a breeze. In the fire eater's line in a pool of sweat, victim of the heat wave. The hired hand tightens his legs on the sword swallowers bleed. The circus towns on the short way. Will the runway lies ahead like a great false dawn? Big Mama Miss Bimbo sits in her chair and yawns. And the 
man beast lies in his cage sniffing popcorn. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the midget licks his fingers and suffers his sleeping scorn. It reminds me of the Bloomsburg Fair. The circus town's been born. Yeah. Delaware State Whoa, Fair. When a whistle, drum a gold ballerina to and fro. Best part right here. Cartwheeling up on that tightrope. Will a cannon blast, lightning flash, moving fast through the tent. Mars bent. He's gone, this is small. Oh, God save a human cannonball. Uh-oh. And he flies oh. and beanies. Watch Margarita do her next twist. And the ringmaster gets the crowd to count along. 95, 96, 97. A ragged suitcase in his hand, he steals silently away from the circus. Minor. Oh, this part would kill me. Haunted by the carnival sounds. They dance like a great green ghost on the wind. A man in baggy pants, a lonely face, a crazy man. Running home, running home <laughs> to some small high town. Jesus sent some. Save all your clowns And circus boy dances like a monkey on barbed wire In the Baku romances with a junkie He's got a flat tire <laughs> Yeah, now the elephants dance real funky In the band play like a jungle fire I... Love saying a band played like a jungle fire. Uh. So like, must have just been a circus that he had, he had seen. He said, "Yeah, it was some traveling thing that would come through Jersey." Yeah. Based it all on that, and just his imagination. He's a wildly imaginative songwriter, yeah. which he'll get more into. You know, these first two albums are, are taken from his life, mostly. Yeah. But then he starts getting into more of a narrator role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Later I w- in his career. But I, I love that song. Yeah. I think his... I think what makes it... Because uh, we're... I'm cool with the lyrics at this point. I think they're charming. Yeah. But at first, like, it takes me longer to understand lyrics like what first gets me is the way their voice sounds when they're singing you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah. and that i don't know why i just can't ingest lyrics and remember what they say the first few times i listen to it and his voice is just so fucking good in this song yeah, oh it's excellent and it's like it's what hooks you in it's like man i don't know what he's saying but i can tell it's emotional yeah i think that's what I th- i'd say vocally this is where he has the most range mm-hmm. on, the, on the whole album but um this makes me uh appreciate that we kind of, I mean, you got to go to the circus at some point when yeah. you were younger. And, yeah. You know, that's that's going the way of the dodo now. So, yeah. like, it's kind of cool because this song is, like, it's a tribute to circus 
people and, yeah. and and performers that come in out of town mm-hmm. and put on a show for for people that they've never seen before. Yeah, and it just like it it hits you. You feel you feel that emotion when he sings. Yeah, like he was just so appreciative to be there and to seen these things. The such tremendous respect for the traveling performer. Oh yeah. From another traveling performer, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I I saw the the freak show at the Bloomsburg Fair. I you know, there was a sword swallower yeah, there. Really? They had the oldest uh living munchkin from the Wizard of Oz and his name was Puma. Wow. And he would he would breathe fire. <laughs> really it was amazing Whoa! did he look old as hell dude he was so like he looked like about he was probably about four feet tall maybe yeah and his skin looked like leather he was just so (laughs) old but man he could he could eat fire yeah it was crazy yeah fuck man all i remember from the delaware state fair which is in Sussex County, Delaware, yeah. which is South Delaware, which yeah, yeah. is the South, is uh, they had all these different, like, see the world's fattest pig. And then you'd have to pay like a dollar to walk in this <laughs> tent. Look at this fat ass pig. <laughs> but they had this one that was like an anaconda or something that ate a dude. And so, like, there was a huge, and it was still digesting the guy. What? So there was, like, a big-ass fucking lump in its stomach where there was a body. Now. It was probably a pig. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying it was, like, it, there was probably something in that dude's stomach. I don't, I don't think it was a human being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wouldn't If they captured... A, a snake with a human in its body when they kill the snake and yeah, like you know bury the body like cut it out yeah that's standard uh, operating procedure there. but i mean if if the circus people found it they'd be like we're this is money all <laughs> yeah, over it man. Yeah, let's put this thing in the show a <laughs> uh, lot also, of white trash yeah they had um they had a contortionist woman that mm. like you went in and you you saw the lady that could move your body and you just went in and she was like in a box but her body was like <laughs> oh. moved all conjumbled in yeah. this box and but it was weird you look down at her and she's just looking up at you and you're like all right cool uh yeah. i'm gonna leave now <laughs> <laughs> how much of a cut do you get from this i hope it's a lot you're in the box yeah sheesh She's kind of hot. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine a contortionist? What's in the box? Oh, <laughs> uh, God bless her. We hope she's doing all right. Yeah, I'm sure. So, that's the end of side one. I'm thinking, I just bought this album. You know what I mean? I just went to the wall. <laughs> bought a record. Four songs in, I'm fucking happy as yeah. fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, man, what a great side one. There's no way they could top it, right? But, you know, we'll see. Uh, we got to give a shout out to, you know, we put this show up. You don't know if anyone's going to listen. Yeah. no. I got a lot of feedback about it from many different people. And people commented on our website, doomthugs.com. They left comments on the episode. Uh, our friend Karen, who's always supportive of the things I do, and I appreciate it greatly. And our friend Carol, you know, she wrote a very, uh, very, very nice you know, letter to us. I don't, I don't feel comfortable reading it. You know what I mean? She yeah, didn't yeah. give us permission to, but you and I read it and it's, yeah. it's, it's very touching and very nice. And thank you very much for listening. Yeah. And as two Bruce fans to another Bruce fan, I hope we're, you know, yeah. Doing them justice. Doing them justice as, you know, contemporaries to this music. Like my dad complimented on the show, us on the show as well. Karen and Carol both listened to Bruce 
yeah. in 1973 as the albums were coming out. I love hearing about people getting these albums when they came out, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, if you could share those stories, I please, love hearing them. Please, yeah. yeah. And, if you, and if you ever want to write to us. Um, so going forward, uh, if you write to us, I'll assume that you're cool with me reading on the show unless you specifically tell me not to. Yeah. But yeah, so anything you want to, any stories you have about these albums this period of time, um, a future episode, we're going to have my dad on. So, and you know, he's going to have lots of stories to tell about, about Bruce, but, but yeah. So thank you everyone for listening. Thanks for reaching out. Made, made me feel great. Made me want to keep doing it. So yeah, same. So fuck yeah. Thank you people. So, okay. So we flipped the record over, right? Yep. And I don't remember if you remember last album. Side two started with uh, Angel. Yeah. Which we were both agreed was kind a of skip. Skip. Yeah. skip. Not a good start to side yeah. two. What do you think is about to happen? What Describe what's about to happen in your mind. Well, I, I wouldn't know what to think grabbing it, but, I mean, now for but, me, this is my favorite Bruce song of all time. All time, yeah. right? Right. This is Incident on 57th Street. This is unbelievable. You know yeah, what I mean? This is just an overwhelming amount of people and characters. You feel like you're on a balcony in the city listening mm-hmm. to people serenade women mm-hmm. walking I, down the street. You hear cars beeping. This yeah. is I feel like this takes place in a air like on the set of uh the West Side Story. Yes. Everyone's out on their fire escape. Oh, Every, yeah. Everyone's in each other's business. Yep. But uh, this is what, you know, we got to give a huge shout out, I think, to David Sanchez, right? This oh, is, yeah. This he is... kind of takes over. Yeah. And uh, I, I've, said, I've said before, I love Bruce Piano songs. It's probably my favorite vert brand of Bruce song, and we're about to get one right here. Yeah. Incident on 57th Street, 745. <laughs> yeah, know? that's a long Bruce one. was telling fucking stories. Yep.
got Spanish Johnny and Puerto, Puerto Rican Jane. I mean, this is West Side Story. This yeah. is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And it's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. The music in this song, like, it starts with that piano, which I just love. I think that's, like, the best piano. Oh, it's amazing. Li- and then it just keeps building and building, and it's... This band sounds enormous. Yeah. And they do it so well, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm not... Uh, <laughs> I'm not like a. I don't understand music theory. Yeah, neither of us are technical music people at all. I can't read music. I no. I can't tell the difference between notes. You know yeah. what I mean? Can he read? He can read music though, can he? I don't so, know. There's a lot of artists that can't. Paul McCartney. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? A freaking Beatle, folks. Yeah. So get off my ass. Yeah. But this is just you know, an appreciator of music. Definitely. And uh, yeah, I it's I guess it's because they use those organs and the accordions like yeah. big sound makes it seem huge but yeah and they they the, the the instruments don't um like an accordion you would think you put an accordion in a song and it's gonna blast everything out you're not you're gonna be like sounds like i'm in a fucking circus i don't listen to this trash right but all the music complements each other yeah they don't, they don't sound like they're talking over each other Ex- the, yeah the instruments you absolutely know? yeah they they t- perfectly mesh which uh-huh. is you know uh I guess that's a nod to like engineering and and yeah, record, definitely. you know. But you know what we we heard he played this live when we saw him, mm-hmm. and you hear him play it live, and you're like, "This is amazing! Yeah, this sounds great!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, we're referring to the uh, the record setting uh, performance at the Citizens Bank Park was that it we saw five and a half hours somewhere like long. Yeah, Lo- record setting for length of concert. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was fucking epic, dude. I was on the grass, dude. We had grass seats, dude. So, that song kicks ass. Then we go next to... You can't call it a hit. It wasn't a hit at the time. No, but I think um, it must have got got play afterwards on the radio Mm -hmm. because it... I think it 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 steered people back toward the album. Yeah. This song because the radio must have been blasting it. This I would say for a non Bruce head Bruce fan, just a casual Bruce fan, this this next song Rosalita would be the song that you have heard from this album. Yeah, definitely. This is it come you know this is now one of his big songs I think. But, yeah. You know, I was working uh, Shannon over uh, last week trying to get um I wanted. I want this to be the, uh, the, um, one of your things. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, That's fine. Um, I'm trying to get this to be the wedding party song. I've been trying so hard just cause it's so friggin' fun. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like a big party. Right. Absolutely. But, but, um, timing wise and I'm sneaking Bruce into this wedding somehow. If you hear, if you're listening to this, Shannon, here's an option. (laughs) Yeah. Once again, seven minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we're obviously not going to play the whole thing, but it'll get us all out there on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, this is... I was just... It's a long one. The whole album. Yeah. It's not even the longest on the album. Yeah. Mama's rain. You 
think I'm a scumbag poor musician yeah. I am yeah. <laughs> I don't have any money but I'm cool as fuck so yeah. you hear you hear this story in the biography yeah. where, where that his girlfriend's father was like trying to pay him off like yeah <laughs> that's this song oh, 100% yeah. the fucking you know he was like if you get out of her life Okay. I will give you money. Yeah. Just get the fuck out. Yeah. You are Jersey trash. Yeah. You're fucking boardwalk He's scum. Like the record company just gave me a big advance, baby. Yeah. Could you fucking imagine, like, I assume, like, he's had to play this song in just, like, a packed bar, you know what I mean? Can you oh, imagine yeah. being there? Fuck. That would be amazing. Um, I am going to read Carol's note, because it is, it's exactly what we were talking about. It's a story of, so we're going to read it. Yeah. In 1974, when I was in college, my roommate's boyfriend brought greetings from Asbury Park over for us to listen to. You gotta hear this record. It's great. 
And yes, it was a record played on a record player. We listened to the whole thing. I never in my life listened to a record and loved every song. I fell madly in love with Bruce and love him to this day. I know if we had met me before Patty, we would have married me instead of her. Over the years, I admire his community works and how generous he has been to people. He's a great man with no scandals in his life. One line in Born to Run always makes me tear up. Quote, someday girl, I don't know when, when we're going to get to that place where we really want to go and we'll walk in the sun. But tramps like us, baby, we were born to run. It's just so optimistic, so hopeful that someday they'll really be where they want to be and everything will be all right. I saw him once at the link at the first concert played there. He was magnificent, had the energy of a teenager, and the whole band was so tight. It was magic for me. Thank you very much, Carol. Yeah, thank you, Carol. It was beautiful. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like, you know, I love stories like that. Like, they just brought, I listened, you know, her roommate's boyfriend brought it over. Like, dude, you got to listen to this. And yeah. you listen to it, and it's great. It's, yeah. It's much easier now because you could just shoot a link to someone like, dude, you got to listen to this on Spotify. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're not really, you're not seeing everybody else's visceral, yeah. you know, uh, emotions like when they first hear it. That's, so Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. something that's definitely lost yeah. with, with the new media we have. For sure, for sure. And the record, like, it's like you're actually, you, it's a bit, you got to transport an, a, an item from one place to another to share it with people. It's yeah. something special about, you know tactile things yeah i th- I actually think the technology is going to change where like um y- you know you're going to be able to share stuff on spotify they're going to have video mm-hmm. options where you can actually hey this 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 album's getting released and you you get to watch your friends listen to it yeah 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 party. especially everything's going on now right. people are getting more accustomed to video uh, for sure and uh, yeah, enjoying experiences together so. from your own homes but yeah but nothing will ever top that no no i mean i i feel like there will always be a a, a place in the world for physical media and yeah. stuff because there's just you got to touch that you know yeah. i don't i don't know it might just be my weird slightly hoarderish lifestyle but i i like things i like you know having items yeah no definitely and there is something to be said about fucking <laughs> you know you know fucking nerds say it all the time but dude it sounds you gotta listen to it on vinyl yeah but there's something to it man yeah it is different and um for me with um like physical media um my parents years ago uh, my mother she was obsessed with victrolas and my dad had tracked one down on ebay and wow got one in the city and he lugged this friggin thing you know, out out of some some place right in the middle of Philadelphia, and it's cool. Yeah, it's a wind up one. Oh my it's a god! And um, whenever the power went out at our house, all of a sudden, you know, it's like Tony Bennett full blast. I'm like, oh shit! I guess the lights are out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's fucking uh, power outage. Yeah, just crank it up. So what what is that? So you have to like crank it to get momentum you, or yeah, something. You, you crank it up, and then uh, you'll put a 45 on there, and then. Then it'll, oh, then it'll, like it'll unwinds, kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But those having one that works is is something. Else. Probably magic, right? Yeah. You open them doors; they are loud as fuck yeah. for what they are, yeah. and it's just cool seeing something that's sitting there, not plugged in. Yeah. That's playing music. You look at it, and you're like, "What? what? The f- this is how a- does this fucking work? This is a magic trick. It is. It's crazy." Uh. So yeah, there's Rosalita, all time great. Yeah. He plays this late in sets. Yeah. And he and this song is relentless. 
That's one thing she said. She saw him at the link, and and we saw him at years later. And that motherfucker has boundless energy. Yeah, you would think he's he's toning it down towards the end, and then hit him with something big mm-hmm. at the very end. But mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like I felt like you were having a heart attack every five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he touches on it in the book, but like when he's not touring and stuff, when he's like home alone, that's when like he starts the demons start coming in. So he's yeah. like constantly, you know, avoiding that yeah. for our benefit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, unbelievable. So now we're moving on to just the last song on the album, an absolute epic, right? Yeah. That at the show we went to, um, and I'm not going to explain which show it was every time, but for future reference, when we talk about the show, we're talking about the show from Citizens Bank Park that yeah. we were both at. That and shorthand, you'll get used to it. But yeah. the show we were at, they opened with this song. Yeah, I thought that I would live my entire life. I could see Bruce a thousand times. I would never see him play this song. Uh, I love this song, but like I said, it's ten minutes long. I'm like that. It's just, I'm not going to see it. Yeah, and. To start the show, we had like a full string section out on stage, and yeah. and when this song started playing, I like I was I got emotional. I was like, no fucking way they're starting yeah. the song. And, and in, in the uh, in the event that, um, well, me and Shane were both Catholic, so like we're gonna get married at a church. Mm-hmm. But like every single thing in my head, like even through a wedding ceremony, I had like music queued up, mm-hmm. like and this would have been what I would have wanted Shannon to walk out to oh, when the piano baby, kicks in and hell, shit. It would have yeah, been nice. Hell but, um, yeah. Just the beginning, you know, yeah. the interlude before everything really starts. Yeah. And, and another, a new thing I love about this song is that the two main characters are Billy and Diamond Jackie. Yeah. Two of our best friends. Friend, friends of the show. Married Bill yeah. and Jackie. I, I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. But so, yeah, so it's, it's, we'll just play it and we'll get into it. Cause it's, I mean, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. Like, is he strumming the strings inside the piano or something? What is this instrument? And uh, you know how they have, I think it might be one of those, um, those, they're like string instruments. Yeah. Like they just kind of, it's, it's like a console. Okay. balls to put this on and like this is david sanchez playing and this is his last song with it yeah this is it yeah go out fucking yeah he did go out strong yes i had a queued up where right here this is what everybody would come out to you know walking walking down to the altar Okay. I'll be like Father Devlin. Can they play this <laughs> in the church? Can your, can your old lady play this? Yeah, I give yeah. her the fucking. Yeah. Can we get Miss Marcy up here? <laughs> can we borrow Miss Marcy? <laughs> Miss Marcy's fucking just rocking out. She was in our uh, CCD program. Yeah, yeah, Miss Marcy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Miss Marcy. <laughs> 
Oh, we were talking about Miss Marcy recently. I hope she's doing all right. Yeah. We love you, Miss Marcy. Two minutes in, no lyrics, but emotional. Oh, yeah. This song makes you feel things without words. I don't understand what that is about music, but I love it. Yeah, me too. song starts with piano, right? Then the acoustic comes in, then the bongos come in, bass comes in, and then by the time you get here, strings. There's Clarence. There he is. Oh, mama, take my arm and move with me down Broadway, yeah. I'm a young man, I talk to me loud,
so long. Did you, like, 24 years yeah. old, you're doing this shit? Yeah, really deep thinker, dude. I just picture myself walking through Manhattan, Christmas time, yeah. with your girl. This is it. Fucking strings, you know? You're fucking on a cloud. And like so many songs on this album, like they could have, they have, it's like they're made up of three or four other songs. It's yeah. like they're movements, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they are. Like this is movement three or whatever. It's like, it's classical in that yeah. way. And so. Save your notes. Spend them on the darling year in Straight from the church Vibes man sting a trash can Listen to your junk Sanchez, kind of. It's almost like, uh, like I'm going out on my own. Yeah. So this is what I could do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he was like showcasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did get his own deal. That's eventually why he left. Because yeah. he got his own deal, and uh, you know, went out on his own. But goddamn, yeah, he fucking know, goes off. We have things to be thankful for, oh, and thank God he he he, God. he was there for this album. Unbelievable. So that's just top to bottom. Perfect. What the fuck are you doing, Bruce? This is unbelievable. Yeah. You know what I mean? How the fuck? This makes you angry at record execs who literally will only look at track length and be like, that won't play on the radio. Yeah. And not listen to this album, which is just unbelievably great. Yeah. And unlike 
anything uh, that you know we listed in the top top five or whatever. This yeah. is this the industry's is, reverted back to that too. It is a lot of that now. So it's this very strange thing now because it's like a record exec would love nothing more than uh you know a four second clip of a song to explode on tiktok yeah. and become wildly popular yeah. that way and then get become number one in streaming yeah which you know um unless you are like an unsigned band that does everything yourself uh you truly get fucked over in streaming money yeah. you get like nothing but um so back then it was fucked up for the artists and now it is it's yeah. almost like the industry won't just fix itself yeah. the, but it's always the exploitation of art but yeah but um i don't know why we got on that path but let yeah so i'm saying for me uh this is a 10 10 ear corner 10 10, 10, 10 jersey yeah, corn that's, that's a no-brainer it's got no skips you listen to the whole album through yeah you feel guilty if you don't yeah exactly you're like nah, I gotta, it doesn't feel right yeah. yeah i gotta hear that whole song yeah. yeah yeah this is a this is a no skip and i i think it's perfect but you know I hope you guys liked it too. I hope, you know, I really do hope this is someone's first experience with these songs and it inspires them to fucking listen to it. He's on all the streaming services, all yeah. of Bruce's stuff. So, yeah. so listen to this album. Fucking, it's a great driving album. It's a great laying in bed with headphones on album. It's a great smoking album. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so that'll wrap up the Wild, the Innocent, the East Street Shuffle. And next week our next next episode rather is you know this when shit changes yep. so for the first two albums was like our bruce he was mm -hmm. a secret yeah and now we're next month is born to run yeah and this is when he explodes into the stratosphere yeah that's when he becomes a superstar and i'm excited i i you know this is an album i didn't I did listen to it because I'm a professional, but I would not have to brush up on this album before no, before we recorded. No, no, this I know like every note in this album. Yeah, but I'm gonna say I haven't listened front to back to Born to Run for a while, so yeah, I'm we, I'm we, excited. We were listening the the one time you were ever it was just you and me. We were listening to you know some of our favorites. Yeah, on the album. yeah, and there I mean there's I I mean. There's the hits. There's Born to Run. There's Thunder Road. You know. Yeah. That. Well, you and me aren't sitting around listening to them because we heard them a thousand times. Right. Unless we're in a, your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. Out Thunder yeah. Road. But there are some absolute smashers on this yeah. album, dude. That uh, you know, if you want to listen to it to pre prepare, uh, I'm gonna say, um, uh, the meeting across the river. Yeah. That's a great song. Okay. You know, that might be one that not many people heard, but uh, that's going to get my... Give a listen to that before next yeah. next month if you only pick one. But anyway, um, uh, I just want to say thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming here to do this, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Bruce, for stopping by. Yes, of course. Yeah, thanks for Bruce. Yeah. Two episodes in. We already got the man himself. We should just stop. There's yeah. no reason to keep going. But anyway, thanks for listening to The Secret Garden. Uh, I'm Michael Antonelli. Sean Comstock. And uh, by next month, I'll have a pun here, a uh, playoff some Bruce song that we could sign off with. Like, I'll see you down Thunder Road or something stupid <laughs> like that. <laughs> see you guys. See you, everybody. She'll let you in her